the source for the culture from Silicon Valley. A lot of different attributes that we can go into detail, but the bay is where it's at. For the ones that are watching outside, y'all need to slide through. Thanks. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. Watch and shop on emlynexclusive.com. Even though I ain't bridge, bitch, I ain't bridge, yeah. Ooh, all right. Finally. All right, man. Sheet, so yeah. I, just, I just wing this shit. You know what I mean? Just stay the this, mom. Just like authenticity of just going. You know what I mean? So before I do my intro, let me explain like what's happening and what we're even doing. So Emlyn is a company that's been evolving since 2015. Mm-hmm. Started off with fashion. We do e-commerce, sell independently owned brands and resell them. Buy wholesale, resell. Same concept, you right. know, buy low, flip high. And then eventually, uh, my mentor, his name is Anthony Olivero, other Nicaraguense cat. All right. He's a real, like, uh, like a salesperson, though. You know, he dressed in t- uh, tux and suits. I like to hear from other people's perspective because it really creates a, a unique uh, direction when you start learning as at a young age, you know. Right, right, right. And uh, excuse me. And um, this is where the pen fucks me. I lose my train of thought hella fast. Um, he put me on game about content. Right. And this is when Gary V was really in the early stages of coming out. And then he was like, "Bro, content is just the future. Like, it's the future. You gotta like invest a lot of time into it." I didn't think much of it until I started seeing it. Right. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, things are just booming for creators. And then that's when we started doing interviews. And before I did the interviews myself, it was a girl named Anna Lee who would interview. She interviewed Little Yace, mm-hmm. T. Carrier, D. Mac, Prince Soul. Uh, there's a lot of artists that are, you know, probably not familiar. Some are familiar. And uh, eventually she was in a JC, went to a four year. So it kind of like, all right, now I kind of don't have no one to work with. So mm. I was like, I kind of have to take lead on this production because if I want people to be creative with me, they got to see a leader do it. You know what I mean? I'm the type of person, like, I can't convince people to do something if I'm not the one doing it with y'all. So fast forward 2020, 21 to be exact. And uh, now we're uh, the source for the the culture in Silicon Valley. You know, we highlight media. We have our own shows. uh, We have online blogs and just news that we're constantly flooding the algorithm, the timeline. Yes. Highlighting not just hip hop. Uh, fashion we're highlighting local businesses we're highlighting the gaming we're highlighting all this shit anything that you would consider culture right right right, right. and culture is kind of like a broad word because right. i feel like it it, it like skating when, too skating too like that type of it's shit like we, we want we want all of it under one umbrella but highlighting silicon valley northern california obviously we're not trying to box ourselves in this is headquartered in san jose right but we represent the culture globally you get what i'm saying right 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 so now we're on the Emlyn Podcast. This is a power production for my company. Yes, and this is about the art of vision. And it's about how a person, a creator, an individual can manifest an idea into reality. And I think that shit is powerful. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of youngsters, people my age, people your age, that are all in this passionate mode where they want to create shit. And that w- that's what keeps people alive. You know what I'm saying? Like That's what keeps people going. Um, Very motivational. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit inspires people. Um, and uh, Nipsey Hussle said it, the uh, the highest human act is to inspire. And people do that by doing this type of shit. Um, so, first and foremost, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come to San Jose and tap in with your boy. I haven't, I haven't talked to you since 2015. We were talking about this off camera. So, I want to share this story. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. But before I do, 
I want to introduce my guest, the young homie, B3 in the building. What's up, y'all? How you doing, BQ? Thank you for having me today, man. Yes, sir. I, uh, was, uh, I was I was actually thrilled when he's like, hey, I'm doing a come. I'm like, what? Man, I'm there, <laughs> man. You should come. I was like, I'll be there Wednesday. What's up? <laughs> and he was with it. No hesitation. And I, I'm, I'm just grateful that you remember who I was. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times when I meet people, they might know me, but they're not like quick to be like, oh, yeah, let's do something. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. That was real. Well, you know, work recognizes work and you know i'm all about working because where i'm at now i feel like um even right now like as we sitting here like there's someone that's working harder than me yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i keep that in my head every day when i wake up mm -hmm. so i always got to do something for whatever i want to achieve whatever my goal is i do something every day towards that mm -hmm. you know just like a uh, a painter a sculpture you know you take you just chip away mm -hmm. you know it's not gonna happen overnight at all yeah you know so that's like where i'm at with it so when you said well come work for me this is work mm -hmm. but even now i'm like somebody working harder than me <laughs> yeah even somewhere. on the way here driving i'm like somebody working right now and i'm not i'm in the car yeah 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 you know what i'm saying it's, it's like kind of obsessive but i'm like that it is it you is know? it's like a mamba mentality and i i relate with that because i feel like when you grow up when i was growing up i played football and likewise you know what i'm saying growing up in that football community you always were like trained mentally to be like you got to work hard because if you don't someone's out working you and if you're at work, you're not going to perform at the highest uh, potential. Um, and a lot of that translated with business and a lot of the things I started doing because I'm not an artist. You know, I always tell, I always clarify that because a lot of people see me with artists, they see me with musicians, but I always make it clear I'm an entrepreneur. Right. You know what I'm saying? I respect the art of hip hop and the art of the culture and all these elements. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why you're here. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I see you got your hand on not just music, on other things as well. Um, so let's unpack that a little bit. So how we met, right? Shout out to the homie Chosen. You know, that's what I'm my saying? cousin, my real blood cousin, man. Chosen. Uh, you know, I used to work at Sprint. very talented. Yeah, talented. His new stuff right now, phenomenal. He's grown since the first time we yeah, met. Yeah, the yeah. stuff he's doing now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm his harshest critic because he's my little cousin. So he's like yeah. my little brother. Yep. Trust me. In my family, it's tough love, especially coming from me. Mm -hmm. So you're not gonna get no no praises or nothing. Yep. But when you do, you deserve it. You he deserves that. it. He mm -hmm. worked hard, and that's good. He's got something like like that by his side because you know having someone to give you that honest, constructive criticism it doesn't always happen. So that's really good. That trust he me, there's plenty of times you want to punch me in the face. <laughs> I bet, I bet. You know, because a lot of people don't take constructive criticism. I remember Chosen though. He's a real one. I worked with him at Sprint, um, and this is how we built that relationship. And then. Um, I started telling him about what I was doing. He told me what he was doing. We connected right off the bat. Started saying like, hey, let's go to San Francisco. They got some Nicaraguense food and shit. I was like, hell yeah. And I was at the time, uh, this is the Hood Fest event I held in San Jose where we had vendors, art performance. Uh, I'm sorry, live performance and art. So we just had all this shit going on. And I, I made posters and I was like, I, I, you know, I was so young and I was just like, fuck. I want this shit to blow up. I want people from Vallejo, everyone to come. You know what I mean? I was just thinking so big. You know, obviously, that's not what happened. It was still a good event, but um, I went to San Francisco. He took me to Hate Street. We were all putting up the posters and shit. And, you know, we just really did that real hustle. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right, the same right. way you got your flyers on the table, I had my posters, and I was like, hey, what's up? You know, we're trying to promote this. And then, but before we did all that, we stopped by, I don't remember what street it was. But I remember there was like a plaza. It was like a CVS or a Safeway. It was by Hunter's Point, I believe, if I'm yep, not mistaken. Yep. And um, 
he introduced me to you. He was like, hey, I'm introduce my cousin. And then I walked up to you and then, you know, you was already hustling still. You know what I'm saying? You had your Roach gigs, mixtapes. Uh, I don't know what the situation was at that time, but you gave me one. And you were just giving me flyers and stuff, uh, promotional yep. material. Yep. And I was inspired because I was like, man, like really out here in the field. You know, I just love seeing people put in work and doing what they do. So there was no question that I knew you were a hustler from that moment on because I followed your Instagram and everything kind of spoke for itself. Um, and this was when I was 20 years old, you know? So the fact that you remember that, I was like, real. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it helps cause you're a Nicaraguan, so I'm kind of uh, not even to be like favoritism cause I'm <laughs> no, half Nicoya, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, that was what know, I was going to mention too. When I see Nicoya is doing stuff, I'm like, yeah, can we do it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. What's up? We, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah. Let's, let's, get, let's it get it going. Yeah. And, and like, you know, there's a community of Nicaraguenses that are tapped in with each other that I feel like um you know you gotta find them you know what i mean you that's do. for sure you do but once you're tapped in they they real you but know there's a mean? whole bunch of us in miami oh yeah no no <laughs> doubt no doubt you ever try yambo in nicaragua i mean not nicaragua miami have you been no miami? i've been i've been there but i've never there's I've never, a yeah. restaurant called yambo it's like mm-hmm. top five bro slapping but in the city they got some pretty good ones they do too. got some pretty good ones they do got some in san jose ones. unfortunately they don't have any i'm a i'm a you know i'm inspired to eventually you know well, you know a lot of people don't know back in the day like uh san francisco uh before you know how it was in Miami, like we had the biggest Nicoya population. Like yeah. most of us migrated to the Bay mm-hmm. Area. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of us ended up going because even my grandmother, like Chosen's mom, was born in Miami, mm-hmm. or was she? Was it my auntie? I don't know. But then my grandma moved back here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, so it makes sense as far as like probably the weather too and all that. Yeah, it's probably similar to Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? Exactly, because the weather is like humid as fuck over there in Nicaragua. It's like right? humid as fuck. Like <gasps> you know, as soon as you touch down, you're like, but. Um, so yeah, let let's uh, we're going off topic. Yeah, yeah, come shit. On, come on. No, but what I what I want to get at, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, damn, because there's so many ways I want to go at this, you know what I mean? But let's let's take it a little bit back, because right now I have an understanding of who you are. Some people that might see this for the first time might not know who you are. Right. Not saying that you're not you know popping or anything like that, but it's just the fact that they're geographically not exposed. You we got algorithms, we got shit that really people don't even know. There's people in my city I have not met yet, you know what I mean, right, that are doing right. popping shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of take us back to, like, where it all started and, you know. As far as me getting involved with, like, the music industry yep. or my love of music. I, I, I Let's start that, with the love of music. That started at a young age, yep. very young. I was yeah. explaining to my cousin earlier that um, I remember my mom, you know, we from the city, so she would drive. You know, we go to my grandma's house, wherever we was living at the time. I remember at a very young age between, like, when I can remember, like, she'd play blues or jazz to put me to sleep. And then growing up in that era, you know, like, the 70s, early 80s era, uh, when I was young, young, and the music I heard influenced my sound a lot. Like, I'm very much into, like, the soulful stuff, the Motown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, the musical, the live instruments, like, from my... my uh, my studio album, I've been talking to some real live musicians that's ready to like do some live production for me because I understand I need a bigger sound, like some Rick Ross type of like, yeah. you know, but that's me though. That's not for everybody, right? Yeah. But that's, that's you know, so that's where that started. But as far as rapping, so it started with my, my older cousins. They established a, a breakdance crew. My older cousin, Dean Guillaume from Union City, Filipino, started a breakdance crew called Rock Force Crew. Number one in the world, even today. They're known, world renowned. Starting in the early 80s. So me being a little child, I'm a little kid, five, six, seven, little kid, watching them practice their breaking and doing all the Thomas Flares and 90s and elbow spins. Like they they were the king of the power moves back then. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like I'm hearing the break beats and I'm like, ooh. And there go, I fell in love with it. I just fell in love with rapping. And I started freestyling like at seven years old. 
So it's always been there. I, I bought my first records was a Run DMC and LL Cool J record. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I yeah. went and bought those records. Like when I was a kid, I leave with my, I go to the record store. Is the vinyl? Or are you talking about just the actual the vinyl? The, the records, real vinyl. The real right. The real vinyl. <laughs> it's the real shit. You know that's where that's where it all that's where it all they're low key coming back too. Though, if you, I don't know if you noticed. You know I've noticed that I've noticed that. It's, it's, come back. it's cool because it's a nostalgic thing and also the 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 the, uh, the wetness and the sound you get from vinyl is like. Uh, but then again, you know the recording process was different back then. Yeah, very true. You know, very different back then. And as far as me getting involved with the record industry, I, I've I look here. I've been very blessed to be around very very talented people in my life. Mm. That's one thing I must say. I'm very blessed. My cousin T Cash. He had Filipino, half black. He from North Oakland. Mm -hmm. And I started helping him put out his records in 98, 99, 2000. And he's the hype man for the Coop. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Coop is, they're like one of the first real, like, hip-hop groups from Oakland. Boots Riley, Pam Defunctress, rest in peace, Pam. You know, she's a scratch with her titty. Like, she was dope. Mm -hmm. And they're world-known. Like, mm -hmm. London, everywhere. Like, they, my cousin toured. So I entered the game. From the back of the house, seeing that part. Yeah. You know, so I was intrigued by, like, the management end, even though I knew how to rap. I always had a love for it, but I've always been very selfless. So, for me, I was like, I got to play this role. Mm -hmm. So, like, 1920, me and my cousin get together. He's working on his albums. So, I helped finance it. Mm -hmm. And we sold, like, five, 7,000 CDs out the trunk mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. So, that's really where I got started with the management. Then I went along. I managed a few producers and, you know... Uh, Relationships fall out and stuff, but like I've been a part of some from big shit mm -hmm. that you know, I'm not gonna sit and take credit. Oh, because of me, you did this, but yeah, nah. Yeah. But you know what? I've heard them speak on man. B was a big part of where I'm at. Yeah, you played your role. I played my role. Yeah, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as I moved on, I just kind of was like behind the scenes, and I, I was in and out with the rap and stuff, just because I always loved the rap. Mm -hmm. So I've been in and out, and then when I moved to San Jose, actually, um, dude, I got I got really just entrenched in like the roots here. Like there's mm -hmm. people that think I'm from San Jose. Some people are like. Cause I was here for like eight years. Yeah, you know I like uh, like Drew Deezy, one of my folks. Yeah, yeah. Like you know I was rocking with him tough. Yeah, you know yeah. I used to well known out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I was at four five four. I was one of the managers over there. Oh, mm -hmm. even before that, I helped out with Money Tree. Mm -hmm. You know there was a record label that was doing their thing too before. So mm -hmm. I helped them out with a few you know management things, and I was still teeter tottering with the, the, the artist thing. Mm -hmm. So you know all this time goes along, and then it just brings me to like one one day I was sitting at the house, I actually blew my knee out. Mm. ACL, everything was gone. Mm. MCL, PCL, like everything, meniscus, the whole shit. Damn. And uh, so you were just like your skin holding your leg. Down pretty much, I'm just like Marcus Lattimore. Type I, yeah, shit. I was done. It was like I was like, damn. Uh -huh. I'm sitting at home. I'm like, man. And I was kind of out the music game, like, like for I did a little bit, but you know. And I've done a lot of roach gigs. Uh, mm. Like uh, I used to work with Prime Zero back mm -hmm. in the day. Ben Griffin, what's up, Ben? Um, the top video company back in the day. Like they shot all the E40 stuff. Like. I helped AD for like uh, AD for um, we out here trying to function. Mm -hmm. That was a big video, yeah, right? Like big. I've been part of like uh, glamorous life, Jacker. Yep. Not only was Legendary. I part of that shoot, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, and tour management. Like I've been on the road with like Mr. Fab. Mm -hmm. I've uh, managed Tito Bell, who's a legendary uh, yep. San Jose DJ. Yep, That's like little bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So all this, I got so much to talk about. Like it's crazy. Like I've been part of so much stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like right. Uh, all yeah, the... Roach Gigs, a uh, burner. I've been on like three different tours with Burner. Mm -hmm. Nump, my brother. Yeah, I was gonna Nump, mention my no, boy like... Nump. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I can't forget my brother, man. But you know, hey, all of that. And then even recently, like I reconnected with some of my cousins, Napalm and Eruption, and they're all part of Black and Brown and Thiz Latin. Shout out to Goltos. Mm -hmm. Like you know, so like I'm really entrenched with a, a lot of these things. But you know, for me, 
um, when it boils down to it, um, I did it for my mental health. Mm. I started taking rapping seriously for myself, for my mental health. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's really healthy for me. Like, uh, I realized it put me in a place where I have purpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like I said, I was I was out the game for a minute, and then I felt like I had no purpose, and I had to sit there and think, man, what do I do? What am I good at? You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, what do I do? Mm. What am I good at? Like, I was at one of them points, and I was like, damn, a voice just spoke to me like, music, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. What is Straight wrong up. with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know? yes, your intuition, and your intuition is telling yeah. you the truth. And then another, thing, the another thing that pushed me towards that while I was hurt, one of my good bros had got out the fears, AMG Manson. What's up, baby? His new stuff about to come out. Hey, I did an interview with him a while back. And um, yeah, Manson hit me when he got out the fears. He was like, look, nigga. He kind of punked me, right? Nigga, before I went to the fears, nigga, we was working on a record, nigga. We were doing this. We had some actually some dope records we never put out. He was like, nigga, you finna get on you finna get on the song. I don't care if you ain't rapped in six years, you finna get on a song with me yeah. for the first shit he did. So I'm like, yeah. all right, so I did it. Yeah. And actually that kind of like drove me into like really started like thinking about like, damn, like, and then it just fell into place. Mm -hmm. You know, and chosen was a big part of that. And my cousin Fredo, he's a legendary battle rapper. Um I just stepped out with them. I got them working together, and then uh, they took me to the lab one day, and then it just kind of just unfolded for me. Then all of a sudden, I made a song. Then I made another song. Mm -hmm. Then another song. I put out a little EP. Then I started getting more serious and going harder, and now like I'm into my second EP, and you know, so it's just been evolving. And, and for me, as long as it evolved naturally, you know, I wasn't forcing anything. Like all of my t production, people reach out to me. You know, I, I haven't spent as much money as I spent on other people. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, I put fifteen grand into an artist. Like, yeah. like I've 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 pressed up vinyl. Mm -hmm. I've pushed records to the record pools and serviced record pools across the nation and spent hella money. Because mm -hmm. that's how you break records back yeah. in the day. Yeah, you service the record pools. You know what I mean? And you mm -hmm. got to pay for vinyl. That's what majors do. I was doing that by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know that's what I'm saying. Where I've always been selfless, man. I put a lot of people before me, but now I put myself first. But the timing is everything, right? Yeah. A lot of people, man, you should have been rapping. You should have been rapping. I'm like, but I didn't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to want. Now I want to. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's but, how. That's right there, like, from what I took away from, because the timeline of those, the way the things played out, it just tells me that God works, you know, because you were in a time period where you didn't even think about doing it again. You know what I mean? And to come from that mental barrier and being like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take a chance. And that chance is all you needed. Like that moment on, you were deciding to do it for yourself. And now look, you got your you got your flyers here at the table promoting all the stuff we're doing now. Yeah. It's just, that's really inspirational, man, for real. And you know, I don't, uh, it, maybe it's not fair as far as the new artist because like really I've been doing this. Yeah. So by me putting myself in the position as an artist and playing that role now, um, I don't have the same uh, hang-ups, gripes, or issues that new artists might have because mm -hmm. I know what I got to do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? These experiences you, you can leverage now. Yeah, it's different. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I can hear people do all and I hear people complain and this and I just sit back and I hold my tongue, but really I want to talk shit, but I think that's the <laughs> yeah. manager in me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But, <laughs> and that, but that's natural for someone that I feel like if I was in your shoes in that same situation, I feel the same way because it's like what you have done for yourself. Like, yeah, you were do, you were running in place, right? You would say for someone that sees outside in that you stopped. But the point is that you put yourself in position to be a leader now because now it's like, you know, when the situation is going to take a pivot or not. And if it does, you know how to go about it because you've been through worse. You did you did vinyl from scratch. You know what I mean? So that is unheard of. And but I've done sniping like what you guys did with the posters. That's mm -hmm. called sniping. Mm -hmm. 
Nup did that way back when he used to work for Def Jam. See, a lot of people don't know a lot of different things, right? But, mm. like, I've done sniping. I've gone out with the thing. ta 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've passed out flyers, mm-hmm. but it's different now. He's got the QR codes on them. Yep. You know, so, and now to me, these flyers is the same as me selling CDs out the trunk. It is. But now they just get the, the free content. Yep. Stream you right, know what I'm right away. Boom, yep. right there. And that's what I'm saying. Like now it's like someone that has perspective, right? Let's talk about perspective because your perspective, you realize like, damn, these tools are easier. Like this shit makes it more effective. Like I could do what I did before times 10 now. With that being said, though, being an elder statesman, Sometimes you get stuck in the time warp. You have to know how to evolve. Mm. And that's where the divide with the young artists and the old artists is. Mm. Oh, fuck them old niggas. They don't know shit. All them little young niggas don't know shit. Mm. Hold on. There has to be a a, a mutual meeting ground. Yeah, there definitely is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with me, that's what I'm saying with a lot of issues. Like, I, I know not to be that way. And it's actually, I've told somebody, me becoming an artist has made me a better person. Mm-hmm. Because before I could sit back and laugh at niggas and be like, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And let you fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk that shit though. <laughs> I know. I, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I can see, I've seen it before. I've yeah, been yeah. around it. I've seen yeah, it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the thing where everybody don't understand is everybody think they brand new and they fresh. Mm-hmm. Nah, motherfucker. The world's been around for millions of years. Yep. It's going to be here. The apple was on that tree. Exactly. The same apple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the wheel. What, you going to reinvent the wheel? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he reinvented that You know what I mean? (laughs) No, that's real, though. I feel like that's the thing that's common with artists and rappers and just celebrities. People that get to a higher standard in life, they lose perspective. And sometimes they feel that things are beneath them. Um, and sometimes that's not good mentally because that could eat you later. And like, I feel victim to that. Like, I feel like... And I have too, for sure. Motherfuckers beneath me, especially things I've seen, like artists I've worked with, like there's been times when I used to be in L.A. every weekend. I've required... I've been in every big studio in L.A. Mm. Like, I've literally been in a studio and Kanye just left 10 minutes ago. Mm. I'll be in studio B and Buster Rhymes in Studio A. Mm. How you don't <laughs> feel like you... You, 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 you the you, shit. You the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I come back to the Bay and be like, you know, one thing about us is our style... And everything we got is dope. Everybody want to steal our swag. They want to be like us. But yep. you know what we lack? Business etiquette. Mm. Production you know, quality. Yeah. I learned that in L.A. You know what's interesting about that is like the Bay Area, you know, Silicon Valley. I talk about this a lot because I feel like we got something really special here, right? A lot of ways. The creativity aspect and just how we always set the trend, right? right. We're the trendsetters. We are. Sure, sure. But one thing I also notice about our history, not even just in music. It, it definitely is with music, but it's with everything. Economically, like we are, we create shit that disrupts the whole industry. For sure. And even the rappers, independent movement you got larry june burner mozzie uh e40 too short so many artists in the mainstream even right now artists i know that are on the come up are doing it independently so it's like it's interesting how like we come from that like just naturally right just the way our environment is shit because it's so fast-paced but we're, we're we lack there's like a there's like a uh, uh, professionalism there's something that's not bridging you get what i'm saying that's what i i point out a lot because i feel like it's building up slowly though you know, like entities like Empire, you know, having a platform like Thizzler. I'm trying to get like Emlyn up there. You see what I'm saying? Like there's outlets have simplified it a little bit well, you know, for in, artists. In the beginning days of the rap music in the Bay, like you really couldn't be rapping if you wasn't really with the shit. Yeah. And that disrupted a lot of business because you just because, you know, there's a there's a divide with the record business and real niggas. Like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, now yeah. look, yep. the Takashis, the the little Nas or whatever, like back in the day, that was a no-no. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. wouldn't even be allowed around us. Yeah, yeah. Let alone in the door. Yep. 
Yeah. You know facts. what I'm saying? Yeah. Culture. And that's just how it is. Yep. It, it, it's, it's, it's the way the times are. It's being able, like I said, being able to evolve and be adaptable and just know where you stand and just, you know, it's just a little different, yeah. but it's still the same. It is. I agree with that. I feel like it, that just, you know, somebody said this shit earlier. They said the principles and morals that people grew up with are now gone with the situation with the internet yes. and stuff like that, you yes. know, because it's so easy to do it. The principles, your dignity, your integrity, yep. the morals, like yep. a lot of those things are out the window because the internet and the, the fakeness has allowed it. Yep. You know, but they reap the benefits of what it comes with. Right. Yep. Right. Like I was speaking to somebody the other day. I was like, man, like I was just in Portland doing a promo run. Right. And yeah. I met some of the dopest Portland artists like, dude, like phenomenal. Right. And I'm sitting, I'm thinking like, I personally, I personally know like some of the dopest songwriters just in general, but like ain't nobody. But, but it's the business. It's the, it's the new, the algorithms, the, yep. it's the whole. They're not understanding it. Right. It's the trickery. And that's why management comes into play. You know, I, I management is definitely important because I mean, you obviously know this. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You've seen it integrate vertically. I feel, I feel that, you know, if you're not educating yourself enough to like, like the level of like how you learn to do the, the distribution process of a label, like at the time when it was not accessible, that's how people need to be now. Like the way that you adapted to that, that's how artists should be now, right? But not everyone does that. Some people just feel like they can post music on SoundCloud, YouTube for so long. You know, and everybody feels, um, a lot of people feel like they're entitled or people yeah, owe them. that's the better word I'm looking for. You know for. what I'm saying? And yeah. that's where it's like, but nobody owes you shit. Yep. That's a reflection of our society, you know? Our society is really like... Instant gratification, right? Yeah. Nah. Like a lot you know of I mean? shit. Like instant gratification. Uh, <laughs> Like politics has been really like heavy, you know? And I feel like a lot of people have kind of been... You know, I feel like one thing I've been talking about was like people are shamed for working hard. And I think this would be a good conversation to have because people are shamed of working hard because they feel that they're pro-capitalism or like pro corporation or you know something like that even though it's like my politics ain't even i'm not even thinking about that shit right, i'm thinking right. about making ends meet or like providing for my family or creating something that's foundational for example you know the biden and trump thing right i'm not very political myself yeah i'm just a real i'm just a realist at the end of the day yeah right but like it caused a divide between people when really both of them don't give a fuck about us yeah yeah, period. That's facts. Democrats <laughs> and Republicans. You know what I'm saying? The so I'm like, motherfuckers, honestly. I'm like, why are y'all fighting for motherfuckers that don't even care about us? Yep. Like, I'm in a family thing and people are invited, uh, invited uh, Trump. I'm like... Hello, <laughs> family function. I'm uh, like, they don't give uncle, a fuck uh, about us. I'm like, look, not even to be racist like that, but them crackers don't give a fuck <laughs> no, about us brown no, people. No, they, that's, it's real. It's real like that. All right? Not even to be, you know, I'm just saying yeah. in general, they don't give a fuck about us. Yeah. You know, so like... Let's get it together, y'all, because, you know, my whole thing is, like, there's more of us than them. Mm. If we can, look, there's more Latino, there's more people of color, period, across yeah. this globe than anything. Yep. How can we can't be together? Because there's been a divide, a systematic divide since day one. It's intentional. Like, yes. a lot of the things that happen. But we fall it, into it. Exactly. Like, because we're kind of stupid. Like, our society's yes, kind of stupid. It's like, like, we're, like, we don't educate ourselves. This is why I'm saying, like, this is why my podcast has been about... Uh, economics and shit because i like to highlight because like yeah we're unpacking the creativity of things but in reality you've created a you know a label you've created an agency you've created your own music under your own name like you can actually profit from your own earnings you see what right. i'm saying and the fact that we're pushing that is what's gonna put us in the direction of not needing the government you see what i'm saying so like the fact that i want to create a platform uh 
telling me I don't want to have I don't want to be an artist and be on double XL. I want to be double XL. Right. You see where I'm going? Right. So I that's that's how I'm seeing shit. Like I, I just I, I just try to push for this and I always unpack it through our interviews because I want people to be like, hey, I'm doing something just like him. Maybe I can do it kind of similarly. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's where the empowerment <laughs> goes in. And that's where the uh, you motivate people to come yep. in. Because one thing, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit older right now. I feel like being an artist. But one thing is cool. I noticed. Um, I noticed a lot of other people starting to rap again that didn't, that maybe gave up. Yep. You know what I mean? And I feel people come up to me, hey, man, you don't know, but you've been an inspiration to me. Yep. I'm like, what? It's real. I'm like, that's what's up. Like, yep. you know, And that wasn't even my uh, goal. I was just doing it for my own mental health, really. Yeah. But for me to do that, I'm like, damn, I didn't realize that... Um, that it, it was that impactful. Yep. The mediums have changed. Like you can have an audience and not be known to the rest of the United States. You could be popping in one city and, and just that alone is enough for you to sustain that financially. And, and with that saying, being like, said, that's one thing I've learned about. That's why I went to Portland. Yep. Because that's <clears> one <throat> thing I've learned about touring. Like I realized like a lot of people don't know, but the North, the, the, the Northwest, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get active. They love us. <laughs> they love us. You got to reach out, man. You yeah. got to go to other areas because I one agree. thing, you know, I agree. once you get popping, your people going regardless, right? Yep. But even now, like, you wasn't, you know, I ain't say you would or you wouldn't, yep. but if you didn't see me working so hard, mm-hmm. I'm sure you wouldn't have reached out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it has nothing against you or what I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, you're it's about just the your, variables yeah, you're of about the situation. your shit or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, and that's where you, like, people are scared to work hard, but why? Yeah. Work. Yep. Work. There's nothing wrong with working hard. Everybody wants instant gratification. Work. Who cares if nobody's supporting you now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What, what is it? A year, a year down the line, two years down the line. Like yeah. I've really been only taking music seriously, maybe going on almost maybe two years now. Yep. And for me, I see a lot of progress, even if it's this much progress. Mm-hmm. To me, that's progress. Exactly. And one thing I take away from that is like just self awareness. You know, you know it it helps you with mental health, and you know that if I do this, it makes me feel good. Period. There's no explanation after that. that. You don't need to explain. I mean, first and foremost, you don't need to explain shit to no one, right? This is me generally speaking to the audience. Like, you don't need to explain shit to no one. If you want to do it for your own personal fulfillment and doing it for one hour a day, 12 hours a day, all day, no sleep, if it makes you happy, then do it. Obviously, get some fucking sleep. But you see what I'm saying, though? Like, you know what I mean? Just know, because some people kind of like are so, there's a lot of sheep is what I'm saying. There's a lot of sheep. And there's a, there's a, I remember Cuddy Banks said this. He said, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, everyone wants to be achieved, but nobody wants to be an Indian. Like nobody wants to play the role and just learn their way to the process and do it the right way. And like, like what we said earlier about <clears throat> me being selfless, like what really opened my eyes to it, uh, before the year turned, a, a known Bay Area manager had called me. It was like, right when I answered, he's like three. I'm like, what's up? He goes, I know you have issues and hangups too about the industry. You've been in and <laughs> yeah. out. Yep. Which, let me tell you something. None of us has, has ever doubted you or your music. And I'm telling you this because I've been watching you all these years and I know you're selfless. And if there's a day that you get to be on the throne or get to have a position, you're going to help people. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm calling you. And my resources are yours. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. That's real. That goes a long way. I was like... That's a real network, too. I was like, I must be doing something right. <laughs> no, you clearly are. Because <laughs> I feel like, you know... To take it back to what you said earlier about uh, being selfless, I think um, like selfless people are like 
They've done, they play so many big roles in people's lives that the people that they impact don't even know themselves until later. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure people have probably told you over time, like, hey, man, like, if you didn't do this, this wouldn't have happened type shit. No, yeah, and, I've, and, I've, and, I, don't, and I don't do it for that. I've never have. Yeah, it's always you do been that for the, me. Yeah. And out of love, like, I always do it for, because like, I'm passionate, too, mm-hmm. about music and everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when people hit me and be like, hey, man, you know, well, well, it should be years down the line, I'll be like... Oh, that's what's up. You didn't forget, mm-hmm. you know, and I respect it and I appreciate it. But that wasn't my intention was to get that out of them. Mm-hmm. But to, to for it to happen, it was an organic thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that that's I've always appreciated that more than anything. Even people I fell out with, like yeah. there's producers I fell out with that like Grammy nominated, got stuff with Lupe Fiasco, Fifty mm-hmm. Cent, like stuff like that. And I've helped you know bring them to that point. And I know I have bottom keyboards when they're down and out. Uh, yeah, by studio time. Help them perfect their, perfect their craft and get them to where they got to. Yep. But even that that person spoke to spoke down and said, "Man, without him, I don't know if I would have. I owe him a lot, but I don't want nothing from nobody. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Yep. I'm like that's good, good for him. I wish him no harm. Boom, we had our time. I'm out. Yep. I don't care if you're popping you millions. All that don't matter to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because all that's superficial. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm glad that you know you're not the type of person to count favors because there's people that are like, oh, seeing someone's success, like, hey, where's my piece type shit, you know. And that's just you know, uh, it happens. There's people out there that have different agendas, but I think um, the way you laid it out, just being transparent from the get and just being there, doing it with the intention to actually help people, that's gonna naturally pay back in the future with with that result itself you know what i'm saying like we talked about god's plan it does you know and, and good energy you know what i mean vibes you know people say oh vibes the vibes but it's true you gotta have <laughs> good energy no vibrations good your music peace. protect your peace protect your peace i think uh nipsey hustle said uh if you cost me my peace you cost him too much way too much way and too I much i agree with that i feel like my peace is everything is all it's I priceless have. yep um so one thing I also want to conclude before we actually end this podcast is um you have a new ep that's out Yes, it's out. Truth hurts. Truth hurts. Let's talk about it. So, Truth hurts. Uh, produced all by Tope. He's a uh, Portland slash Oakland uh, producer. Um, I actually, you know, I got really blessed in a situation like that because I've always wanted to have an artist producer relationship. Mm-hmm. And the way it unfolded was we didn't plan on doing it. My whole thing was I'm just working. Yeah. And then we got to talking one day, and um, I actually shot a video. Uh, Run it up. It's called Run it up. Um, and um. It was for one of the songs we did. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like five, six songs into it. And he's like, man, she shot a video. Let's just put an EP out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll produce the rest of it. I'm like, yeah. You're like, yeah, come on. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that was, he's also my publicist. Yeah. So like, you know, he just, so he also wears many hats himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well accomplished himself. Like I didn't even know. I actually took the Portland trip with him mm-hmm. and I learned a lot about him, got to know him. And he, 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 he uh, introduced me to all the like the dopest Portland artists and, you know, well, you know, some of the dopest, I'm sure there's more out there that I didn't meet, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as far as he knew and, you know, but, um, the way it unfolded was it was dope because I took it as a challenge because I didn't want him to send me no beats. I mm-hmm. wanted to do everything on the spot because I took that as a challenge. Yeah. Because I have to evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just not regular. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to evolve. I have to be better. Yeah, you got to challenge yourself. Challenge myself. So yeah. that was dope. So a lot of these songs on True First, they happened organically on the spot. He'd play a beat. Maybe not even two or three beats in. And I'd already come up with a melody for hook. Mm-hmm. Boom. Off to the races. So it just came together like that. And but before that I had put out a Death of a Salesman. That was my first EP cuz I feel like my the reason why I called it was cuz I was killing a certain persona because I was becoming a rapper. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I call it Death of a Salesman. But between that, I put out a lot of little singles. And then I just recently put out, before Two Thirds, right before Two Thirds, me and my cousin Napalm had put out a Cradle to the Grave, mm-hmm. which was put out by Black and Brown. What's up to Gold Toes again? So, you know what I'm <laughs> Shout saying? Out. Shout out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the, you know, that got put out. And then, you know, Two Thirds came. And I'm already almost done with my second EP. Damn. So I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm working. So, but Truth Hurts, man. Um, Death of a Salesman, though. Yeah. I like, I know I know where, uh, what you mean by that, because I saw your Instagram post earlier today uh, talking about, like, the difference between a rapper and a hip-hop artist. MC. An MC, I'm sorry, an MC. And uh, I, I agree with that 100%, because I feel like when I was growing up and I saw people really, like, freestyle and spit from the dome type shit and like just really deliver a message talk about a story something that was like with substance you see what i'm saying Content and then i can yes. see how rap like with the whole six nine shit and the whole you know all the artists that are just trying to make hit records and trying to sound more pop or whatever the case is i could definitely see the difference and i see what you mean by a salesman because these folks are just trying to sell you a lifestyle right in a sense um, so that's why I like the way you titled that because it was a lot of thought that went into that. That even it's just the name of a song, but and you that's know, truth hurts. This has to do really. This this is really me straight up because mm-hmm. I'm real as fuck. And there's a lot of people that can be mad at me because I'll tell you how it is. PSA, PSA, PSA. You already know. <laughs> PSA. Uh, yeah, that's really where it comes. You know, I that's love really the PSA. Where, where was birthed from like yep. you know. So, um, I do try to keep it. Everything I do, I try to keep it fundamentally hip hop. It even the art form of it, like. Like, even, like, this don't look like a regular rap hip-hop cover, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I try to keep it artful. Yeah. And no, it is. It and is I try to be meaning, sure. meaningful. Like, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is, has been gone away. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to sound like everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to wear the same thing everybody got on or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just I, I try not to fall into that and just be me. And like I said earlier, I don't think I'm better than people because... You know, I grew up differently. My yeah, culture, yeah. I was I was introduced to it differently. So yeah. I, it has a different meaning for me. Yep. Who can be you but you? Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's real. Yep. And truth hurts. Truth hurts. Uh, <laughs> where can they where can they find you? How can they follow you on Instagram? What's uh, uh, On Instagram, B3, B3H-R-E-E. Twitter, B3454. Um, oh, my website just got put up. Nice. B3.com. Nice. So you get all my content on there. See okay. videos, everything on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Order shirts, everything you want on there. Um, and if you run into one of these flyers, you just hit this little QR code. Bloop, bloop. I'll have a few. If and you don't you mind get, me no, leaving me some. No, for sure, for sure. Hell yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, and um, yeah, I'm just going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep working and just keep working. That's all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just where my head is at, you know. Mm-hmm. I got my blinders on and I'm just working. And if there's any other bullshit, I ain't with it. I'm just about working, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where I'm at. And I know that there's other people working harder than me every day. So I know that I got to work too. Yep. You know, it's like an athlete, like a hooper. You got to get your 1,000 shots up today. There's somebody shooting 2,000 shots. Yep. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Trying to challenge you. Try, yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> that's where I'm at with all of that, man. Just keep working. That's And that's it, man. I'm just going to keep working, man. Hell yeah. And yeah. I do appreciate you coming out of here. You know what I'm saying? I know you be moving all around the Bay Area. Well, yeah, I'm you know what I'm saying? Stretched all over the Bay. But... Definitely have eight years on the map in San Jose, so you had to come love, show love back here to the oh, city. Oh man, I love tank. San Jose, man. I love the tank, man. Y'all show me so much love out here, man. You don't, uh, the, the people that be around, they know the story. <laughs> we had, I've had a lot of fun, man. Oh, man. All up and down First Street, all the clubs. Trust <laughs> oh, yeah, me, I did it all. It gets, it's kind of dead now with the pandemic. Oh yeah, but yeah Beforehand yeah, yeah, yeah. though, that shit was lit. Everyone, it, it does. We do have a pretty active night scene. A lot of people take it for granted, but it's active. 
Um, so before we let everyone go, uh, for the audience, you guys know where to follow them on Instagram. Make sure you guys, uh, follow the page, uh, any, any music you can stream, go ahead and stream that, save it on your playlist. Any way you can support this man, please do so. That's the way how we do it. Push group economics, empowering the youth and the people in the culture, embracing it. Um, a last PSA for the audience. You got one for us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give us one, man. Just for the folks for back home. We got, uh, my audience is mainly, youngsters in the culture that's right psa psa if you're not doing it for yourself then don't do it at all Ooh, that one was good i didn't i didn't think you're gonna come swinging like that hey I just, it comes <laughs> off the head all my psa's are freestyles hey, no that's real though do it for you i agree with that man we'll leave it at that um i do appreciate you coming down man Thank i you appreciate for having it me. Thank uh you. it ain't exclusive if it ain't an ambulance exclusive it's your boy bq my homie b3 that's right thank you for coming down and we out peace even though I ain't rich, bitch, I ain't rich, yeah. Bounce back Michael Vick on my shit, yeah. Cause being broke is just a state of mind. That ain't my state of mind. But smile is mine, I'ma take my time. Won't waste my time if we ain't alone. They don't wanna see me shine, I'm still gon' shine. I got that work and I'm online, yeah. I got the work.